Hello, everyone, and welcome to One Controller Port Podcast, episode 34. I'm Benjamin Yoder, and I'm here this week to talk to you about video games. This is my first 2018 episode. The last one was recorded in 2017, even though it published 2018, but here I am. Um, yeah, I, I unfortunately don't have a ton to talk about this week, uh, but I did put up an article uh, this week for Valkyrie Revolution. I think it's a really bad article, and I think I, I run into this problem a lot where... Um, where I have games like Valkyrie Revolution or um, uh, Blueport J or like Freedom Wars, where I really like them a lot, um, but I have a hard time figuring out what to to say about them per se. I'm so interested in like saying, pointing at the things that I'm like, oh, this is what's really cool about this game that I don't know if I really get anything across other than say, hey, this thing exists in this game and I think it's pretty neat. But I don't think I really add any value to that conversation regarding regarding that game or anything like that. It's it's kind of frustrating. Uh, I did kind of end up with Valkyrie Revolution where it started out as like a review. And then I was talking to some friends and ran it by them. And uh, they some of them thought that I, I needed to just narrow the article down to just the story stuff. Um, but I really wanted to talk about the gameplay since morale was kind of a big a big portion of um, both the gameplay and the story. So I kind of shoved them together, but they're really two different articles as much as I wanted them to be related to each other. <laughs> um, so I, I feel like I needed to either commit to it being a review or have to split it up to, to be more focused on individual aspects. Even if I did like two articles, one about the gameplay, one about the story, uh, I think that would have been more valuable than what I ended up doing. But, uh, yeah, I was surprised uh, how many people actually did end up liking it. Um, they got a pretty decent response. Uh, probably one of the better responses that I've had, actually. Uh, I just uh, I just don't like the article itself. And I think I think any article I do where, like, I'm really passionate about a game, I, I generally feel like I, I flub it. <laughs> um, uh, usually, I find that if I make, like, a video, I haven't been as... Um, as uh disappointed um i think of like my aconcagua video is probably my favorite video i've ever done uh as kind of dry as it is um and i feel like that game that video is a is really good i feel like i'm not really sure what exactly i'd have to rewatch it but i think it was a nice like setup for it you know kind of talked about argentina i could do some research into argentina and like their video game industry that was pretty cool uh things like that um and i also like my rodeo the sky soldier video from a while ago that one's probably more more passionate than anything although again like the big thing with these games especially like Valkyrie Revolution is that I I feel like I have to sit here and say yo these are the problems with the game too like don't sit here and think I'm saying this is the best thing ever but at the same time it's like there's tons of reviews out there that go over there over those problems so it's like it's not that you don't know that it's there. I just worry that someone reads my article. It's the only article they read about a game. And then they have some weird assumption about what that game is. And so I do generally want to try to cover the, the bad aspects of a game as well. Um, with and At least specifically with the, the type of games I generally end up liking and playing. And, and encouraging people to play. To be like, hey, this game has problems. But there's there's things to like here. And if you like what I've pointed out to you. Um, hopefully, you know, you can, 
give it a shot and see if you uh you enjoy it and i'm gonna guess that most people won't enjoy it sometimes there's definitely a lot of games i'll sit there and show to someone and be like look like dragon guard 3 i'll just sit there and be like look dragon guard 3 is like a 60 hour video game drama cd where you just like get non-stop dialogue of people talking but the gameplay is horrendously boring um <laughs> or at least it gets to that point uh it's like you get 20 hours in and then everything just starts repeating over and over and over and over and over again um dragon guard 3 is dragon guard dragon guard i don't i I don't say these things out loud enough to to know how to pronounce them, but yeah. Um, so yeah, that's up. If you haven't read it yet, I would I would say um, go read it if you want. It's it's kind of uh, it's kind of rambling, and I don't know if I really get to the point of what I was trying to get to. But if you're curious about Valkyria Revolution, I do think it's a different perspective on the game. Um, it's it's a title that I think does a lot with. Um, the premise of Valkyria Chronicles um, and the the type of story those games generally try to tell, um, and it's definitely not the best in execution. I'm def I would say Valkyria Chronicles Two is probably the best Valkyria Chronicles game still. Um, and if it wasn't, so I go back and forth. It's one of those things where I like them for two completely different reasons. I like Valkyria Chronicles Two uh for not only the quality of the game but also how well they executed on uh the 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 idea of Valkyria Chronicles despite being on the PSP because not only is it like oh they recreated Valkyria Chronicles on the PSP flawlessly they improved the game using the PSP's limitations which was kind of weird it's probably just happenstance that happened but but it's a it's a nice um I don't know it's a nice feeling to be like oh not only did they nail this they 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 took a weakness and turned it into a strength of theirs. Um, and then I don't think Valkyrie Revolution has that, but Valkyrie Revolution does some some interesting things um, with the story. I really love the Circle of Five as kind of elementary their implementation is in terms of how the story tells um, their individual interactions. I, I really love that they're kind of unaligned with the rest of the the main uh, good guy force thing. <laughs> um, so yeah, good game. Actually really good music in Valkyrie Revolution too. I will, I will say that, um, there's some fantastic songs in there and it's, it's I like some of the battle themes because, um, that whole game is kind of like a, a rolling, uh, uh, a rolling power. <laughs> I don't know the best way to put it. Like you, you start out usually on like a, the low side of morale. So you're kind of weak and as you go through the mission, you build up power and you're eventually like steamrolling all these enemies. So you have a lot of these tracks that start off very just like mellow as you're kind of slowly working your way through a handful of enemies at a time. And then as it just gets going, it's just like this bombastic score closer to what you would expect from the Valkyria Chronicles series. So yeah, there's me talking about Valkyria Revolution again. Uh, it's probably the last time I'll talk about Valkyria Revolution uh, unless there's something that pops up otherwise. But yeah, so... That's cool. Um, no progress on Xenoblade 2, unfortunately. Uh, I need to sit down and play some. But I have been playing uh, uh, Battlegrounds a little bit. I, I really like the vaulting. And the new map's, map's pretty cool. Um, I, there's, I generally can't think of any changes that have been a problem. And then um, I know a lot of people will point to the hackers in that game. I haven't experienced that much myself. There's definitely been times where it's like, hmm... <laughs> But um, but I've generally had clean games, so so I haven't really ran into the issue where that's been a problem. 
uh, yet, but it sounds like it's usually on the higher tier of the list, and I'm, I'm not going to say I'm good at Battlegrounds. I'm not that great at Battlegrounds. I feel bad because I think like every time we get a chicken dinner, I'm not, <laughs> I'm either knocked out or just like sitting there staring down my scope, still trying to find the person. I'm like, oh, I'm very useful to my team. Uh, I mostly play it in a squad. Uh, but probably the most, uh, the most time I put into a game recently is, uh, Tokiden 2. Um, I don't know when Tokiden 2 came out. Let's find out real quick. Um, but Tokiden 2 is a Tecmo Koei game. Uh, I believe specifically, uh, what's their name? Guys who do, like, uh, Dynasty Warriors and stuff. Um, Tokiden 2. <sighs> what's that developer called? I'm blanking. Where is the Wikipedia entry? Because that's the easiest way to get inaccurate information. Uh, Omega Force. I think they do Dynasty Warrior games, right? Yeah, they do Dynasty Warrior games. Togeden 2 apparently came out last year in America. I didn't know that. But Togeden 2 is pretty rad. Um, I, I, I like it a lot. Uh, it reminds me a lot of... Um, <sighs> uh freedom wars a little bit uh in terms of you have like this this claw that you're using to grapple around it's not nearly as functional as in freedom wars there's very specific things you can claw onto uh but it helps you kind of move around pretty easily get back in on the enemy and like smack them and stuff and there's a ton of different weapon types each of which kind of have their own play style and their own own set of moves it's pretty standard for like a monster hunter style game uh but i think there's just a lot of really nice quality of life uh uh things on it like um basically when you're crafting material you can just press square on that material and tell you where it comes from who drops it um you have also like this uh third eye mode kind of thing where you can uh look at an enemy and see what limbs they have that are breakable rather than having to like sit there and go to a wiki and try to figure out what parts of a body will break um so it's just a lot of like nice quality of life changes here and there. Uh, I think it's got a nice style, although it's kind of limited. It's like a, um, it's like a, uh, maybe like a feudal Japan kind of look to it. Uh, but because it's so dedicated to that style, a lot of the armor is kind of like, eh, yeah, it's like kind of like a color variation on this other armor. But I'm still early on. I'm in like the phase two missions right now, so it's definitely not at the point where I'm like. I think there's like eight phases, so I'm not very far, <laughs> um, but I've been playing with some friends, and the, the nice thing about it is there's actually like a, a weird demo version called Free Alliance, um, but it's more than a demo, so you can play through the first arc of the story, basically, um, and then you can also play phase one without, uh, without any um, limitations. So you can play up to phase eight in the in the multiplayer using this free alliance mode, but there's a stamina system, so you have three hearts, and basically you spend gems that you get that you buy um, with real money to uh, to increase that stamina or like recover it. So I wouldn't recommend spending any money on the stamina just because the game itself is like thirty or forty bucks. So if you're gonna sit there and spend money trying to play that game, you might as well just buy the full game. Um, I've been like funneling them out of GameFly though. <laughs> I have a group of friends who want to play, and I'm just, like, renting it from Gamefly and buying them for $20 each, because it's a lot cheaper that way. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's, uh, that free alliance mode is, like, a nice demo, and it, it gives you a little extra, because you can, you know, it's a limited amount of how much you can play, but you can continue all the way to the end if you really want to. You just can only do either three missions or one, uh, like, uh, boss rush mode, so... So, and then you have one stamina recover every eight hours. So basically you can do like three missions a night online, uh, which, Hey, if you're, if you don't have a ton of time to play games, 
Uh, I think that's a nice package, uh, but uh, I'm, I'm buying the full game because I'm curious about the story. Uh, maybe not so curious about the story. I just think the game overall seems pretty cool and I would like to play the full game. Um, so, so that was a nice little uh, way to experience that game ahead of time and be, look at it and be like, hey, this is a really cool Monster Hunter style game. Um, I'm glad I checked it out. I've been wanting to check out Tokiden for a while, but I didn't know a ton about it. Uh, so, so playing it and it feeling really good is nice. Um, I am going with like the fist weapon, which is kind of like a, I think it's like a heavy tank weapon kind of thing, kind of close range. Uh, but, but yeah, Tokiden 2. I would, I would recommend checking out at least the free alliance version. I think you get a really good idea of what that game is just based off playing that, that free downloadable version. Um, and you get the first chapter of the game. It's basically demo. It's basically demo, but with plus some more. So, <laughs> so yeah. Um, we're just going to go right into fortune cookie this week. Just going to jump right into it. I, something's wrong with my list because I'm just getting all these games that I've never played. I got Grav on PC. I don't even know what Grav is. Apparently I own it. Uh, a quick side note on Grav, I guess, is that my, my brother-in-law used to buy me like a bunch of, uh, uh, humble bundles all the time for really cheap and I don't know what any of those games are they're all like downloadable indie games and I look at them like I don't like I know the big ones like you know braid but a lot of it's just like I don't know what any of this is <laughs> and I never ended up playing it uh but speaking of pc games uh Diablo 1 um I actually played a lot of Diablo 1 back in the day uh I was a big Warcraft 2 fan and I'm actually not sure what came out first, but uh, after I played Warcraft 2, Blizzard definitely became a company I, I was super uh, interested in for a while. I was big, I wouldn't say I was a big StarCraft fan, but I liked the, the community in StarCraft and I liked playing like the user-made maps. Warcraft 2, I did a bit more of the actual role, like RTS stuff. Um, but I would say as a kid, I always preferred Age of Empires to play actual RTS games. So Blizzard as a RTS company never really super, super interested me outside like the user made maps in Starcraft. Um, if, but uh, I did play Diablo and I, I did really enjoy that at the time. I, it's very strange. Uh, I went over to my friend's house and he was playing it and he had like a dial up and I think we had like a very early broadband at my house. So dial up was always a very weird thing for me when I went over to the people's houses, even though I'm pretty sure it was pretty normal for a lot of people. <laughs> um, but, uh, I remember him like basically like purposely lagging himself to duplicate items in the game by like picking up and dropping them and stuff. It was, it was a strange thing, but, uh, Diablo one, I, I recently tried to go back and play it and it's kind of boring. It's very samey, but I think at the time it was just really neat to see that kind of online game that was kind of uh, pre like Fancy Star Online, just kind of get, get four friends together and go, you know, dungeon crawling and, uh, or is it three friends? I, I think it maybe have only been three players in, um, in the original Diablo, but, um, so two friends plus you, unless you're your own friend, then hey, three friends. Um, so yeah, I, I, I spent a lot of time playing that game. Um, I would like to go back and beat it. I've never beaten Diablo one. Um, I pretty sure I got to hell a few times, uh, but I never actually completed it. I, I, I didn't own Diablo one most of the time. Um, my friend owned it. So I really only played it when I was at his house most of the time. I did eventually get a copy of Diablo one, but I think it was with Diablo two. So I kind of just had moved on, but I, I did have a, a, 
a enjoyment of Diablo. Um, I think what's most interesting to Diablo to me now is the development cycle. There's a ton of videos out there online. If you haven't go, gone and watched like any of the GDC presentations or like game trailers, Diablo retrospective, uh, you definitely should. There's an interesting arc to how that game developed and um, how that series developed too because there's like an, a, another Diablo 3 that never came out basically. Uh, it got worked on by... I forgot who... I forget there's some kind of like split that happens after Diablo 2. Um but it's a fascinating uh series to 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 learn about and how it evolved throughout its development. I I compare it often to uh probably the early days of Quake when Quake was going to originally be like a um a uh uh RPG and then that how that shifted after, you know, there's a bunch of what I remember the whole thing was id Software had built this engine, but it took so long to build the engine that they were like, we can't make this RPG game anymore because <laughs> it's going to kill us. So they're like, let's make a Doom again. But like, you know, different. It is different. Quake 1's a fun game. Uh, I do enjoy it. Uh, but yeah, PC gaming. I spent a lot of time playing PC games when I was younger, and then I uh, kind of fell off around Final Fantasy XI. Uh, I fell off a lot of video games around Final Fantasy XI. I played Final Fantasy XI probably from like 2003 to 2008. So... Um, and I did play video games at that time. I just kind of did them in the background of Final Fantasy XI. I beat Resident Evil 4 many times while looking for a party in Final Fantasy XI. So, so yeah. So that's going to do it for this week. Um, I hope you guys had a have a good 2018. I think I might have said that last week, but it's I'm, I'm, I'm hoping for a good year this year. I'm looking forward to it. Um... I don't know if I'll have an article up this week, unfortunately. I've the, the problem I have with like working on something like Val- that Valkyrie Revolution article and it burning me out because I spent like a month and a half on it, which is unacceptable. I shouldn't have spent that much time on it, but I'm a dumbass. Um, is that it's really hard for me to get rolling again. So usually what I have to do is I just need to create like three or four rough drafts of articles and just start cleaning them up and, and forcing myself to to do some work. Uh, even if like I get, I get a day where I'm like, I can't write anything. Then I'm like, okay, well, let me clean up another article and try to get it out. Um, I have a few ideas for some stuff I want to write. Um, but I am a little burnout, so I don't know. We'll see. I'll, I'll try to shove something in. I would like to play some Xenoblade Chronicles too this weekend. Um, but yeah, we'll see. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening and you guys have a good week.